Welcome to Nobody Told Me That, your source for candid business talk and stories. Your host is speaker and author Teresa Duncan. Sit back, buckle up, and hang on. Welcome back to another episode of Nobody Told Me That. I'm excited to have my friend and partner in crime, Kevin, with me again. Kevin Henry, say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing, (laughs) Teresa? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. We uh, so we are going down this path of a of podcast adventure together. We're we're going to try to do this podcast thing because everybody seems to be on board with it. And you and I have been interviewed on various different ones and and. You and I just uh, really have some good, I think we've got some good rhythm together when it comes to talking about all of this industry stuff, and uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're with me on this, and, and if it crashes and burns, then we, we go down together, and it, and then, then both of our, our respective spouses have something to hold over our heads, you know, for the beginning. You know, you know. Well, as long as you're not calling it the Hindenburg Podcast, I think we'll be okay. So let's no, give it a shot. No Titanic, no nothing like that. Exactly, no. <laughs> um, and if you listened to the last podcast, I just want to reassure you that Griffin is indeed okay. Griffin, uh, he, he definitely uh, took a tumble off of the couch, and as I shared with Kevin afterwards, it was really um, funny because he just kind of looked around. He was looking at me and looking at the couch and then looking back at, the, at me and then looking at the couch, and you could tell he was... <laughs> cursing out the couch in his mind. I mean, that's the kind of dog I have. So <laughs> Griffin is fine. But, that's the uh, best thing. So we, we were talking yesterday, and the topic of phones in the office um, came up, and you and I have kind of riffed on this in the past because we deal with so many uh, offices and auxiliaries, and, we, and we've heard that cell phones in particular, cell phones oh, yeah. in the office have become such a huge issue. I mean, what do you see as the biggest issue around cell phones in the office? You know, it's really that whole addiction that all of us have. You know, first thing in the morning, the last thing at night, you've got to check check everything. It's kind of the FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. Mm. And, and so many of us, you know, oh my God, I have to turn my cell phone off during the movie. Oh my God, I have to actually put it, you know, on silent, uh, you know, during a, a church service or something like that. It, <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's, it's crazy talk, but it, it's definitely becoming a, an issue in the practice as well because what's, what I see happening in so many practices are, you know, if you get a five-minute break now, you're immediately going back to your locker and getting your phone and checking it instead of doing five minutes that could be spent on inventory or making a phone call or whatever else to actually boost the business of the practice. So that's one of the biggest things I hear from practices. How about you? Um, I would actually love it if people actually had a a locker to put the phones in. I mean, I I still deal with uh, people who are saying, you know, I, I can't take their phones away. If I take their phones away, then... You know, isn't that first of all illegal? Isn't that an issue with HR? And if there's definitely issues with that. We can talk about that in a second. But yeah, yeah. the the manager and the dentist themselves a lot of times are setting the bad example. So that's another oh. that's another issue. Yeah. Yep. You know, one of the, one of the practices that I know, and I, and I won't mention the gentleman's name, uh, but he he has two rules, and I and I will say one of them is the phone goes in the locker. And, you know, if you're having an emergency situation, that's different. 
But if it's just a daily thing, then it does go in the locker. And, yeah, it, it, that was hard for his team to abide by at first, but now it's the rhythm. You know, and the second thing that he does in his practice is he has a luggage rack near the back door, you know, where the team goes in and out, and he has a sign that says, leave your baggage here. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I think that's great, but he, he's very no-nonsense as well. I mean, it's one of those things that if you're at his business, then you're focused on business. It's not personal time. It's not time to grinch about, you know, the party last night or whatever. It's you, you do your job. Well, so when I took an HR class, you know, we're still taking classes all the time. When I took an sure. HR class, um, it was, uh, I believe, both Cedar Solutions and Bent Erickson have talked about this, that the cell phones, you can't take their cell phones away from them, um, which I know, you know, if you don't know any better, <coughs> excuse me, you think that you can. Right. You can't take their cell phones away from them, but you can restrict where they can be looked at, I, I believe. Um, and so, and, and I'm, we are not, let's just put that disclaimer out there, Kevin, because I don't want to be sued. We are not <laughs> no. HR experts at all. Not so, um, no. you know, have fun with us and laugh with us, but definitely double check the HR, the OSHA, and the HIPAA stuff, please. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and you know, and I think that like we were talking about yesterday where dental team members might not know what they can or can't do in their respective state as far as impressions or root canals or, you know, anything else. You know, that may be something that the dentist may walk in and says, well, this is the law of the land, and they all kind of shrug going, oh, okay. Uh, you know, so absolutely, that's something, you know, check with your, your uh, HR folks, check with your attorney, whatever it might be, to make sure that, uh, you know, you're, what your the, the law of the land in your uh, practice is actually law, <laughs> as it were. Right, exactly. So, yeah. so you know, if, if uh, you, can, you can definitely tell them that, you know, they, the cell phones cannot be out in front of people or you know patients can't see that so there's also there's that HIPAA concern right you can't sure. have um, you ha can't have these cell phones out you can't be taking pictures of the people um, I'll, I'll share this this story because I'm not in private practice anymore so it's it's not going to be a big deal but when we used to when I was an assistant there was one particular gentleman who would come in and he had just the worst feet ever and he would always wear sandals and his feet were just disgusting. Like, just imagine the most disgusting feet ever. And that was <laughs> that was pretty much him. And he'd shuffle All around. Right. You know, and so it was kind of the, you know, oh, you know, Mr. B is here. You know, go by and take a look at those feet of his. You know, he's, he doesn't have any socks on today or whatever. And and today, you know, back then we didn't have cell phones everywhere. I mean, that's how old it, I, that is. But today I can see that I would want to take a picture of that. And I would want to say, sure. you know, so I could show my husband or whatever. But sure. somebody else who isn't necessarily, um, who's more of a sharing person, may want to put that up on Facebook. And that could definitely violate HIPAA. So, that, that's the reason why we have these rules is because things like that happen. Um, so so not only, you know Tim Twig from Bent Erickson, of course. Of course. Of course. So Tim, Tim tells this really great story uh, about a hygienist who had the cell phone in her pocket and she was scaling a person and the cell phone went off in her pocket and it startled her and she had a scaler in her hand and she sliced the patient's gums. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so, so that's, you know, and he tells the story in his classes because, you know, it really supports his point that 
you have to have a social media policy. You have to have some sort of cell phone policy. And, and you know, this patient, I'm sure, so, you know, if they sued, they had an, a, a slam dunk case, you know, with that. Yep. So, yep. <clears throat> so it's all about protecting protecting the office. So how does how does keeping a cell phone not out of out of sight? I mean, how does that make a person a better assistant? Do you think? Yeah, I th- well, I I think it's it's about focus. I mean, I, I really do. You know, I'm not a fan of the New England Patriots or Bill Belichick for any any reason, but oh, I do. Oh no, I know, we- I know. <laughs> and, and there were and there were all of our listeners in the Boston there area. There we go. Uh, but, uh, but you know, I I love I do love his philosophy of do your job. You know, and and that's what he tells every one of his players is. I don't care about the guy next to you. I don't care about the guy behind you. You do your job. And, and I think that that's the same thing that needs to happen in dental practices as well. You know, don't, don't worry about the cell phone. Don't worry about the drama that's next door to you. You've got to focus on what you're doing because that's why you're being paid to be there. Um, you know, and so, yeah, just, just a simple matter of separating work from private life, separating you know anything that can distract. I mean that that is such a great story that Tim tells. Well, I'm gonna have to hear that one uh, firsthand. Yeah, and you know uh, he's such a he's such a good storyteller. When he oh tells yeah, it, like yeah. you you know it's almost like you feel the slice. You know the way he does it. <laughs> it's he's he's really he's a great storyteller. I don't know what it is about HR people. They they have really good stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, you know one. Th- Oh boy, I just lost my train of thought, but it's going to come back to me in just a minute. I swear. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, so you you were talking about the feed earlier, uh, and I and I can tell you some of the dental assisting groups that I am a part of on Facebook are are violating HIPAA policies left and right because they are sneaking pictures of stinky feet or you know uh, bad impressions or whatever it might be, and and they're posting them in there. You know, and and so yeah, so that's definitely something. If you're doing that, stop. Don't do that. I mean, <laughs> please, I'm begging you. Uh, yeah. You know, let me give a shout out to my my favorite, my second favorite dental group is is this called Oops Dental Bloopers. Oh, love that group. Oh Absolutely. my god, that's my favorite Facebook group. It's called Oops Dental Bloopers. Go check it out. <laughs> and what's great about it is that the doctors that are posting these horrific cases. And funny cases, they're not in America, so they really don't care about HIPAA. So there is no HIPAA <laughs> over there. So so they don't care. They just post everything up. And if you go to Instagram and look at, you know, dental offices down in Brazil or, you know, in Asia, you know, just search for, um, oh, gosh, what is it, the dental version, the Brazilian version of dentistry. It's o- odontological or Odont- something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, ser- you search the British fee, or not the British fee, the Brazilian fee, the South American, all that. You get some seriously ridiculous dental pictures, and they don't care. The patient's just sitting there like, what are you taking a picture of me for? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. But, but they're, not cons- they're not concerned with, with HIPAA as we are, which, you know, that's, that's not great. But, but that's, we're not those countries. We need to make sure that we, we have a law we have to abide by, whether or not you agree with it. We have to abide by it. Um, right. Now, so the so the... Protection of the patient, yeah, that's great. What about what about the drama llama aspect of yeah. cell phones in the office? I mean, are you seeing like, uh, I mean, we see we talk a lot about assistants and office managers and hygienists and the clinical team okay. and all that, but you do see a lot of after hours 
you know, work sucked and, and it was, you know, hell working oh. with her and, um, you know, can I just vent about my office? I mean, what do you, what do you think about that stuff? Oh, it's, it's it, you know, I don't know where people got the idea that social media, nobody will ever see what you posted. You know, I, I don't know where people people thought that, they, that everything they put up there is going to be private. But, no, you're right. I see in so many of these dental assisting Facebook groups that I'm a part of that they're, they're railing on the dentist. They're railing on the people they work with. They laugh at the patients. And, and you know, if we're really going to raise different jobs in the dental practice to a level of professionalism, then guess what? That That is a 24-7 thing. It's not something you just do during the day and then at night it's, you know, the Wild West. Yeah. Uh, you know, I and, oh yeah, absolutely. I see that way too much, honestly. And uh, and it, it, it it's cringeworthy. A lot of times it really is. I mean, I understand saying, hey, I'm looking for another assistant. I'm looking for somebody else. Sure. But, but it, it's, you know, everybody's, everybody's on Facebook, so it's just, you got to worry about that stuff. Do you remember yeah. when, when everyone was on MySpace? Oh, you, <laughs> absolutely. You know, it's funny you said, I got like a MySpace email a couple of weeks ago, and I was just like, oh my God, you know, where did that come from? Is it still, uh, I, I would, I'm shocked, I didn't even know it was still going, it's still going? Well, well, that's where all the cool kids are going now, you know, oh. we all love them. <laughs> I, I remember, you know, I was part of a, a group of um, a mommy's group, and and, and okay. I would we had a whole bunch of a bunch of us on MySpace when when it started to really come up, and oh. and there was drama in our little mommy's group about oh, the the ordering of the friends because you know you had to list your top ten friends in the box. Oh my gosh, that? I forgot. About Do you remember that? that? Yeah, so you had to oh you had to gosh. order. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you if you go to visit your friend's MySpace site and you don't see your face in the top eight or top ten or whatever, you're like, oh my god, what did I do? What did I say? Yeah. That said? <laughs> so, wow, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can find my MySpace login now. That's amazing. Oh wow, I'm uh, so far gone. And I'm I'm sure there's a playlist that's been there since the beginning of time. Oh yeah, um, you know, you know, because you you always make your playlist and yeah, but that's <laughs> I remember when when I mean that was kind of at the forefront of social media, honestly. MySpace, everybody sure. was getting on there, and one of the first issues we had in my old office with social media was was MySpace. Um, yep. So that's uh, it's not it's not something new. I mean, it's definitely been around for a little while. If if an office has a social media policy, I think they're. It's not, it may not may or may not be complied with. I mean that's that's the issue is getting them to comply. But I think that's the first step in making sure you're protected in case anything comes of it. So oh absolutely. Yeah. So so and here's the oh go ahead sorry Kevin. No no well no please and then I'll I'll throw out there because I, I well, think I know where you're going with this actually. Uh, yeah I was going to say you know the 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 nobody told me that I guess takeaway from this part of the conversation is you know you got to have a good HR manual in place first of all. And yep. you, you definitely have to pay attention to, you know, are your people on social media all of the time? I mean, if, you're fr if your insurance coordinator is liking people left and right all day long, I mean, is she really doing her job? Same thing with an assistant. If it's in the middle of a root canal and she's somehow doing the side swiping on her phone, how is she, you know, how is she doing what she needs to do? So I think as a, as a leader and manager, we have to pay attention to the fact that there is a social media policy in effect, yep. and let's make yep. it happen. 
So and and you've also got to make sure that that extends out to any, you know, we, we joked about the different photos of patients that you can take, but yet you have to make sure that you've got those model releases signed and everything else. You know, if you're going to show off little Timmy's new smile, <laughs> you've got to make sure that little Timmy's mom actually signed something that said it was okay for you to put that out on social media. Uh, you know, that's not just, again, the Wild West where you can say, well, I'm so proud of this implant, I'm going to take a picture. Well, yeah. you've got to have consent from the patient to be able to do that. And, again, every state, uh, you know, I was talking to our friend Rita Zamora, uh, you know, who is social media goddess, uh, was talking to her the other day about this. And, you know, every state, like dental assisting, every state is a little different whenever it comes to maybe a model release. There's not one universal one, she thinks. So I, I, I would definitely say make sure that you're doing that and make sure you've got the right one, uh, you know. So talk to your state dental board. See if they've got a uh, something that they can share with you. Uh, you know, don't reinvent the wheels. Well, and I think, I think it's per visit, too. So if little Timmy comes in for one visit, I don't think that that statement covers the next visit. I think you have that, to have it for every, in, in every time they come in, I think. Good point, and and that and again, I think that's something. Check check with your dental board. Check you know check with the experts here. I mean, Teresa and I are, are experts, but not on everything. So yeah, uh, I know. Def definitely check on that. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I think that that's something that you know we love showing off smiles. And you know, the day my daughter got her her braces off, you know, uh, the the orthodontic practice took pictures of her. But absolutely, I had to sign a consent form saying that they could use those, you know, on their website or whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, and re yeah, check out Rita's uh, check out Rita's Facebook um, if you're listening. Rita Zamora um, Connections, yep. I think, is what she's what her Facebook page is. She, we're we're both personal friends of hers, and she's got yes. she just got this beautiful dog. Have you seen pictures of that dog? Oh, uh, I've new, met. New puppy. I've actually. I have met Winnie, believe it or not. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. jealous. That is the cutest dog, and oh, yeah. yeah. So is she? She is. Is she as sweet as she looks? Well, you know. So I get down on the floor, and, and full disclosure, Rita. Rita lives about 20 minutes away from from where I live, so we're we're very good friends and, and close. And I wish Teresa lived closer, but. Um, <laughs> but no, I got down on the floor to introduce myself to her, and I got the puppy growl. Oh, you know, just like oh, I was, you know, which which they had never heard her growl. And I'm like, well, I'm glad we could break the ice with that one. But you know, it was wow. like two seconds, and then all of a sudden, Winnie and I are you know playing and everything else. So, but she is a sweetheart, she's absolutely. Put, she's putting out the boundaries. She's she's That's making exactly. Sure. You sure. know, hey, you know, <laughs> I, oh, trust me, trust me on that one. I'm not going anywhere near that. But uh, now, sweet sweetheart, and uh, she, she's going to be a good addition to the uh, the Colorado family, no doubt. Well, I can't wait to see her, or I can't wait <laughs> to meet her. Um, yeah. So, so when we have, um, oh, you know, one other thing too. Let me just let me just bring this up. When when I see offices, when I last couple offices I've gone in to see, they have actually been looking at outsourcing the phones, and so oh. uh, so having a phone out. Is is even you know you don't even have your cell phone out anymore because you can't be on it because you're trying to be working, but what a lot of offices have realized is if they take away the volume of the front office, the new patient calls or the front office calls, um, then their people their people who are there in the office are actually focusing more on the patients in the office and yeah and this is this is a relatively new trend I would say what the last two three years is really this is coming up where where we're actually at a point where outsourcing the first contact 
of a patient is now not so weird and is actually being done fairly well. So what do you what do you think about that? Are you hearing any uh, any nervousness or what do you what do you think? Well, you know, it's it's really interesting. I was speaking in a meeting a couple of weeks ago in Chicago and there was a big uh, discussion about who was the most important patient, the patient on the phone or the patient in the office. Mm. You know, and they were having a big discussion about do you put somebody on hold to talk to the patient in front of you or do you ignore the patient in front of you to talk to the person on the phone? And so I, I think that to have it outsourced would be outstanding because then at that point you're also putting it in the hands of people who are specifically trained to be those great advocates the very first and create great first impressions as well. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I don't know of any practices doing that, but I can certainly see where that would be a huge benefit as far as time and, again, the right first impression. Well, you know, I I do know offices that are doing it, and they're they're actually they love it, and that they you know they will say I we should have done this sooner, and and it is the I think it when you pick a company to do this, you have to make sure they get the culture of your office down. So yeah. what 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 these companies are doing, and this is why I think we're at a good place to even explore this, because years ago it was like, yeah, I'll answer your phones for you, just forward the calls to me, and you know it was you know maybe it was like Molly on the weekends or something answering your phones. But what these companies are doing is they are working with you, they're interviewing you, they're looking at your schedule, like they're spending a good amount of time. Like the onboarding process is a good month because they're learning your system and they're actually writing out scripts and protocols for you. And wow. what's, what I am impressed with is, first of all, just getting scripts and protocols regarding how a new patient should be handled in your office I would be very surprised if most offices had that. I would be very surprised. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's that's a pretty key part of your standard operating procedure that actually just kind of comes with this service. So, so I, I think I think we're finally at this point where where they do that, and then when they go live, they you know anytime somebody a patient says, "Hey, I want to talk to the office," or you know they have a deeper question, they get automatically shuttled to I guess kind of like this VIP line. Um, so somebody from the office immediately talks to them. That's uh, cool. Yeah, I like it's that. cool. And you know, you know what else I'm seeing too is chat. So, so I'm seeing a lot of chat on sites where you can yes. chat with the people at the front. Are you are you seeing that too? I, yeah, actually, I am. I'm seeing that the the practice that I go to in Tulsa now for my uh, my dental work is is doing that. Uh, that they they won't necessarily talk on the phone and. You know, it, it's strange as a society how we become much more texters. We become, you know, oh, I don't have to talk to that person. Right. And and it's very strange, you know, but at the same time, it, it gives people a sense of comfort that they can type in a question and don't have to actually pick up the phone and call somebody. So, yeah, I am seeing that. Well, and it's it's going to, I think it's going to be pretty normal in the, in the near future because it's such a competitive edge. So if I'm looking at two different, you know, say I, I have to get my tires done. You know, yep. if, I, if I'm looking at two different tire shots and I'm chatting, if I can send a chat to both of them, the one who answers me in 24 hours versus the one that answers me in two hours, you know, who am I going to go to? I need to go quick. So <clears throat> I, I think I think that's going to become a competitive edge, and I, I don't see that as a bad thing. Um, and you could certainly chat with somebody and still be able to focus on the people in the office. Um, at some point... So but when do you stop, though? When do you stop this, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, Well, 
Go ahead. Well, let me, well so who's who's chatting? I guess uh, is is it somebody then uh, the the outsourcing company is actually chatting with them? Oh no, it's this it's the office themselves. And I was looking for the word replaceable. I just would not come to my mind okay. because okay. things happen. And <laughs> so so no, so the, the the outsourcing company, you know, they handle the the incoming calls. And I'm not saying it comes together. I mean, you could get a chat company, you could do outsourcing, you could do whatever. Um the the ones that have the chat, so little, you know, box pops up. Pa- yep. Patient asks their question. You know, they what they recommend is to have a whole bunch of scripts ready to go, like copy and paste, you know, macros, you know, ready to go so that you hit a button and you can you can put it in there. Thank you so much for contacting us. How can I help you? So you're not typing the same stuff over and over again, right? <clears throat> so then when the patient inevitably asks their questions, you've got, you know, you can, you can chat with them or you can put in your, your templates. Now, I think... What needs to be said is that the person chatting with them needs to have a pretty decent control of the the English language, and oh, also yeah. and also is not talking in you know, you know when can you with the you coming in you know, <laughs> when right. when do you want to come in so <laughs> yeah I I was just thinking of the difference between whenever I text with my daughter versus when I text with my mom and and you're right all the little shortcuts and, and, you know, abbreviations and everything else that we throw in there whenever Julia and I are talking versus my mom and I. So, yeah, it would have to be somebody's uh, uh, more like, you know, like you said, no use with just you or, you know, the, the shrug of the shoulders emoji, you know, or whatever. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, how about this a little, like, uh, the spicy, like, uh, let me just put back some spice, the hot pepper one. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> How's this insurance plant? Ooh, it's spicy. That's what I want to say. Yeah, you know, that's what you should do is just train people. That's all they can respond with is emojis. Yeah, I mean, just that would be beautiful to see that unfold. So, Can you imagine? We need, we need a whole suite of tooth emojis in there. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It and then, is, of course, oh. go ahead. Of course what? No, no, go ahead. No, I, I, you know, I, I, this is one of those things that I'd say on other podcasts, but I'm not going to say on this one. So we'll move on to, uh, to. Uh, oh, for the, crying out loud! So, so to our <laughs> to our people who are listening out there, you know, we're this is still new to us, so we are still figuring out like how how real Kevin and Teresa can be. Because sometimes we, we we get real, right? And then sometimes we're we we get so we real do. that we actually look at each other and go. What the heck are we talking about? <laughs> and why have we exactly. been talking about it for 15 minutes? <laughs> and not to mention, okay. you've got Dana and Norman just looking at us like, what? Uh, what like, are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's whatever we look around and we're like, oh, they laughed a while ago, huh? What are the odds? So, <laughs> so, so, if, if, so to our dear listeners, if you if you think that we're having one of those moments, just hit 10 seconds ahead and see if we're still exactly. we're still there. Okay. So. <laughs> so anyway. if we if so we got the chat going right so we've got this outsourcing when are we replacing everybody in the office like what yeah are we doing that what are we doing well you know and, and that's that's funny that you bring that up uh you know uh, i got an email this morning and the the headline was meet your new dental assistant and i'm always intrigued whenever a dental assistant is in the subject line you know, and I open it up, and it was a picture of a robot. 
and and it was from Dr. Mark Cooper, who uh, is one of the true geniuses out there, in my opinion at least, whenever it comes to what's going to happen with group practices and where things are going. Uh, Dr. Cooper's actually a, a good friend of mine, and, and I, I do believe strongly he's got a good sense of where the group practice phenomenon is heading. But, you know, I, I completely disagreed with him on this one because he, he really talked about how that, uh, you know, the robots would be better in the practice at some point. And, and I've got to read one, one part of this, which, which I, I just kind of laughed at a little bit. You know, he says, machines don't take a vacation, they never show up late, they don't slip and fall, and they don't bring an age, sex, or race discrimination case. And I, I read that, and I kind of went, okay, true, but they also don't smile. They also don't make a patient feel comfortable. They also don't be that advocate for the patient in the practice when, it, you know, uh, my my mom is is dentophobic. She is she does not like going to the dentist. And I can tell you, if they wheel a robot out there, then that's going to amp her up even more. You know, she needs somebody who's going to pat her on the hand and tell her everything's going to be okay. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not sure that we're going to go that far with automation. I mean, let, I'd love to get your take on it, but I I don't know that we're going to go that far with it. You know, sometimes when you you get these emails. You know, from from various companies, and you know, you wonder how much of it is shock value, and you wonder how much sure. of it is yep. is you know, do they really think this is where you know the future is? And and Mark Cooper has always put himself, you know, out there as being a, a, a you know really looking into the future, and he's he's yep. got this this you know eye ca- you know, forecast ahead. So I, I would guess that he believes this, that he thinks this is what's going on, but I I'm not sure I. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I definitely like the human touch. I think I think dentists. I mean, you, you're not going to be able to replace the dentist, so I'm not sure who else could really help the dentist. And and you know what? Honestly, let me just backtrack because there's probably people who think that you can replace the dentist if you you know do with the digital scanning. Oh, um, sure. You, know, you do you do enough of the automation, three um, D printing, all that. Maybe we can replace the dentist at some point, but. I don't know. I, on the healthcare side of it, on the medical side of it, you've always heard that you know the physician is replaceable. We can start using physician assistants. We can start using this. We can use more tests. We don't have to yep. do as much analysis, and and it just keeps evolving. So if so, say this robot comes along and is built to function for this one particular task. Well. The world, our 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 industry is changing so much that new new procedures are coming to play. So these robots are going to be really expensive to upgrade and to even train to do even more things. You know, I, I think that the human cost I think is not as high as if you had to reprogram and upgrade a whole brand of you know dental assistants. Um, yeah. I I well, find that I find that odd. I wonder if I wonder if he he picked the dental assistant as an example rather than hygiene. Um, I'm just wondering why he, he went to dental assistant rather than yeah. receptionist. Uh, so here's my thought. If you're a receptionist, I'm more worried about my job than as an assistant because there's a lot of things that the receptionist does sure. that is definitely more replaceable than the assistant. So I think it's curious he chose that position versus another and, the and, other position. And, you know, the companies that are out there like the revenue wells, the solution reaches, you know, a lot of times the front desk is a little nervous about having that come in because they feel like that's 
replacing them in some respects. Sure. You know, things that they can do. And so I, I think you're right. I would be more worried about it if I was up front than I would be as an assistant. But, you know, this it also comes, in my opinion, from the mindset of assistants are a dime a dozen. You know, and, and I don't know that Mark feels that way, but I know a lot of people do. Yeah. And, you know, well, anybody can do that. And no, uh, not not anybody can. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I I really believe that there is not only the scientific side of things where you've got to know clinically what you're doing, but there's also the human, the compassion, and not everybody's a people person out there. Good Lord, we know that. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but you've got to be that person that if somebody sits in their chair and they're, you can see the fear in their eyes or, you know, a tear starts rolling down their cheek. Yeah, you've got to grab their hand and say, you know what, we're going to get through this together. I'm here. It's okay. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't personally don't ever see a day that I'm going to sit there and it's going to be like the Jetsons or Star Trek where, you know, I just, you know, you hear a couple of machine noises and, oh, you're done. That's amazing. I, no, I can't I just, imagine, like, a, a <laughs> set of metal pincers coming over and holding my hand if I'm freaked out. Just, just slowly you know, closing around my hand. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that was the Terminator. There was a part of there where that was that happened. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think that as technologically advanced as humans will get, we all still in some way, shape, or form long for interaction and we still long for emotion. You know, I mean, you know, you and I enjoy laughing with each other and joking around and, and you know, whether we're two time zones apart or, you know, in the same car, sure. we do. And I, and I think that, I don't think things like that are ever going to go away. Uh, no matter how much your smartphone can do, no matter how advanced machines can get, there's still something to the human element uh, that that I just don't ever see going away. Yeah, and, and it's actually funny because I had a I just went to uh, see my hairdresser today, uh-huh. and she was sharing with me that she she wants to go back to her country and see her her daughters over there and. And, you know, she's like, I, I FaceTime with her every night. They, they text all day. But she said, I haven't held her in over a year. And that just broke my heart. And, and you could see it's breaking hers, too. So she's saving up her money so she can go. But you're right, though. I mean, the human element, not saying go hug your dental assistant unless, of course, they offer. Don't don't go hugging your dental assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's there's something to be said for that human connection. I mean, that's why, that's why people hug each other when they see each other. That's why, you know, when my boy comes home from Boy Scout camp in a couple of days, I'm going to hug him really tight and he's going to get all mad. But it's okay. I'm going to hug him because <laughs> I haven't had that human connection with him in a while so if, if um, what was the name of that Jetsons robot do you remember the name of that Jetsons robot oh, uh, oh my gosh see we should know these things that's because we're we, we should we should we don't, we don't know the, the further away we get from the innocence of our childhood the further I, 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 <laughs> oh true. let me I was see it is, I just said well, I was Rosie, thinking uh, Rosie, uh, uh, Rosie the robot Rosie. Rosie. there you go <clears throat> so nice. so if if Rosie comes into the dental operatory and is ready to work on you, you know, let us know. If you ever have a Rosie work on you, we want to know how that went. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would love <laughs> to see Rosie working on the patient who always says, oh, it still hurts. Oh, it still hurts. Oh, you know, I, I'd love to see that unfold. So. <laughs> 
How do you clean a Rosie, too? I mean, if she's a robot in a, in a dental operatory, you know, you've got that whole aerosol oh, thing going that's on. That's a whole thing going there. No, I didn't oh. even think about Yeah, you got, like, nooks and crannies. I mean, I mean, just look at uh, R2-D2. I mean, oh. you'd be, like, no. using wet wipes all day on that guy if, if he was a dental <laughs> assistant, right? <laughs> Oh. goes back to our uh, If Saliva Were Red talk we were having yesterday, see? I'm telling oh. you. When was the last time you saw that movie? Because that's one of those movies that you, you, you can't help but when it when you're, you know you're going to see it and you go, why do I need to see this again? How many times uh, have you seen that? <laughs> I think I saw that whenever I first came in in 99. That was one of the first things I saw, and it was one of those that I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? Whatever I started watching that movie, you know, but uh, anyway. So for the non-dentals that are listening to this podcast, and if you're if you're non-dental, God help you, and thank you for being a, a listener. <laughs> but for those are, who are new to to dentistry, there is if you have not seen the the red aerosol, what's the name of it? I just call it the red spray video. Do you? Do oh, I, I, I think it? I think it's really called if saliva were red. I really yeah, do. Okay, so if saliva yeah. were red, I'm sure it's on YouTube or or oh, yeah. somewhere. Um, your your local OSHA inspector would be so happy. They probably save it on their video on their phone. But what they did was they they basically everything in the office is aerosol, especially your high speed drill. So yep. you know your doctor turns on that high speed drill, and if the patient's bleeding, which the patient usually is, there's always going to be aerosol. So you know when they so they basically they worked, and then it basically they lit up the room because they they dyed the the liquid. And so yep. the room ended up being like a like a CSI crime scene or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't care how much Freddy Krueger's ever gone after somebody; it didn't pay, it paled in comparison to that. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, like it was it was like reaching shining levels. Like that's how red <laughs> the rooms were. So so, but here's the here's the really gross thing. And this is I remember like having a real like visceral like wanting to gag reaction to this. Is you know, as an assistant, we're we're in there all day long, and then we go home. And we go and hug our families, and we go oh. and cook dinner, you know, because we, we're rushing in. We're running through, going through the drive-through. We pull out, you know, a piece of fried chicken. We're holding that up like foghorn leghorn, and we're out to eat it. But we just we are covered in aerosol spray that we don't see it, and and so that that caused me to go down the hole. You need to change before you go out, and I think that's also why I'm so annoyed when I see people in scrubs going into. Like oh. the grocery store um, and Starbucks, and and I never if I'm in line behind somebody in Starbucks and they're wearing scrubs, like I I want to move as far away from them as possible because uh, yeah, you know I got on a plane the other day and a guy was wearing scrubs and I'm like you know there's really no reason you would need to wear scrubs. I'm sorry uh, for a three hour flight. No, come on for so, a three but, hour flight. Yeah, but well, good luck to you. Hey, you know, wow. So, so yeah, so if you have a chance, go check out If Saliva Were Red. Um, be grossed out. Share it with everybody. And, and that's your – don't say nobody told you that you – Exactly. <laughs> that you didn't yeah, know about we the did. video. We did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. And, uh, Kevin, we'll, we'll do it again in, uh, in a little bit, and we'll end up having even more entertainment for these fine folk. So, that's uh, yeah, yeah, this is good. We're and and you know we are always looking for feedback from you all. Let us know how you're how we're doing. Let us know 
Um, are you loving it? Are you hating it? Do you want to hear any any topics? Uh, hear our thoughts on any particular topics? Um, is there something out there that you think is happening that we need to know about? So we would love to hear from you and and just click subscribe, stay in touch with us, and hopefully we can help you avoid those situations that cause you to say nobody told me that. Subscribe to this podcast so you'll get our next candid discussion. Visit Teresa's website, odysseymgmt.com. That's odysseymgmt.com for more information on Teresa's courses, books, and speaking schedule. Subscribe to her newsletter while you're there. Don't say we didn't tell you that.